Hey sisters, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to take a minute and recognize where you are at. Maybe you have been listening to the podcast for a while and implementing some of the really amazing tips and tools that are proven to help you and you're starting to experience a little bit of relief, or maybe it seems really overwhelming, or maybe you're just catching this for the first time. You know, before I fell myself deep into hormonal chaos, I didn't even know what perimenopause was. So there's a lot of miseducation and lack of education out there before we even figure out that we don't have to be suffering this way. I wanted to remind you that there are a few ways that you can always work with me, whether it's toe dipping or whether it's all in or somewhere in between. I want you to take control of your body and never have to suffer again. And that is the goal of the Period Whisperer brand. And this podcast is to give you the education that you need, the steps and strategies that you need to get there in whatever container of support is going to work for you. I want you to be able to decode the whispers of your body so that you can always feel confident that you know your path back to feeling awesome. Because we all get off path sometimes. So listen, go to my website. I'll make sure to put the link here, swipe up and grab the link to my website. Check out my courses there. There are some amazing quick my quick courses. You can get results with fast with my 10 hormone hacks. There is some great mindset stuff with my walking hormone balancing meditations. There is a full course in the Balance Your She Blueprint that you can follow on your own Or if you want a more personal touch, which is the way I love to work, come on into the Perimenopause Posse. It is a small investment, but it is a huge value. We do monthly challenges where we follow my exact P4 formula to get you results and have dozens of bonus trainings, an incredible group of women going through the same thing to help you keep accountable, and also a weekly live call with me. Weekly live coaching to get your questions answered. Finally, if you're someone who doesn't want to mess around and wants a customized strategy, you can always apply for one of my hormone healing analysis strategy analysis <laughs> strategy calls, which is a 90-minute call where we customize a program and protocol to you with a follow-up call to make sure that it works, or you can apply to work with me one-on-one. I might have not have spots available right now. It is my most in-depth container. Every client of mine that comes in and follows through with me gets results. So don't suffer. Reach out now, take control now, and feel the best you've ever felt. All right, grab your pen and paper. Let's dive in. What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. 
This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Hey, hey, sisters. It's Bria here, your host of the Period Whisperer podcast. And this is one of our power-packed episodes that is going to get down and dirty and right to the point for you. I hope that you are feeling well in your body today. And if you aren't, I hope you are taking the time to check in with her and just ask her how she is feeling, what she needs, not what your mind thinks she needs, but how does she feel? Is she feeling bloated? Does she need more sleep? Does she need some fun? Does she need some nourishing food? Is she tight and need to be released? What does she need? And give that to her. That is how we have a great relationship with our body, with communication. Yes? So, you know how there's this whole idea of filling up your cup? Everyone's like, fill up your cup. And I think it's a really powerful and beautiful idea for us to add things to our life that feel really good. But there's this other side of it that sometimes we forget, which is you can pour and pour and pour into a cup, but if there's a hole in the bottom, then you're wasting your time, right? So today I want to share with you four of the biggest mistakes that I see women make and that I made in perimenopause um, in order for us to seal up that hole in the bottom so that all of our efforts are actually coming to fruition, right? There's nothing worse than spending energy on something, you know, trying to change, which requires energy and not seeing any results. And a lot of that often has to do with making sure that we're repairing that hole. And repairing that hole means that there are things that we should stop doing just as much as there are things that we should start doing. Now, these things might not be things that you're used to hearing. I always want to try to bring you ideas that I was shocked by when I figured out for myself. Um, so, so let's dive into that. Four of the biggest mistakes we make in perimenopause. Number one, spending money on quote unquote health strategies. And by health strategies, I can mean anything, meal plans, supplements, ideas, concepts, whatever it is, when it's mindset work that you need to do. Now, what does that even look like? So I know for me, one of the biggest mindset pieces I had to work on was not tying my worth to all the things I do for other people, not putting myself last on the list, not trying to squeeze, you know, my time in amongst the lives of other people basically not prioritizing, you know, the work I needed to do in my head to recognize that I had value even if I wasn't doing things for other people. That's mindset work, right? I also needed to work on the mindset of the fact that if I didn't work out every single day, 
I wouldn't necessarily gain weight. I would actually could actually get energy back. If you listen to last the last episode, I talked a lot about that piece. You know, I I needed to work on the mindset of not using food to numb problems that I didn't want to deal with in my life. So mindset work is a really key piece that we need to become aware of because it doesn't actually matter how many strategies you follow if if your mindset isn't in the right place then you're just wasting your energy a lot of the time you might be able to force yourself down a path for so long but eventually you'll just slide right back into those old mindset issues um, and we can see that in in so many different ways right we can see that by if our mindset is thinking that you know, not eating food that inflames our body is us going without and oh no, life is sucky and boring when we do that. That's a mindset issue, right? Because we know at the end of the day, the opportunity cost of feeling crappy in your body so that you can eat something that's not serving your body, but that might taste good in your mouth at the time, isn't isn't helping you, right? When we go into this time in our life and trying to change, if we're excited about that change, if we believe in that change, that's the mindset work that we need to focus on. So spending money on another strategy when what you need is to work on mindset or you need, and mindset encompasses a big area, right? It includes, you know, live coaching. It includes, um, you know, yeah, actually working with a coach or a trainer or someone who can help you with that aspect. It includes being a part of a community, right? Being supported with other people, being surrounded by other people that have that positive mindset too. It's really difficult to move yourself forward when you're always spending time with people who may not share your same values or that have that same mindset around nutrition and health and feeling really good in our bodies. Likewise, the mindset around this stage in our life, we can look at perimenopause the way it's been dished up to us as I'm getting older, you know, it's, I, can't, I can't fulfill my dreams anymore, I'm never going to lose weight because I'm just, it's too hard. Or we can recognize the gifts that perimenopause gives us, which is clarity to what has been bugging us and what is no longer serving us. And now we're irritated enough to finally change it, right? Now we have this opportunity to dive into the next phase of our life and really reinvent ourselves. That's the gift of midlife that we have. And more often than not, at this stage, our kids are a little bit older. They don't need us the same. Maybe we have a little bit more disposable income. We're not climbing that corporate ladder the same way we were in the early years. So we have a little bit more bandwidth there to handle it. Okay, number two trying to fit more into your lives to get results without prioritizing your four key health pillars. So this is a mistake that I know I made often. I would always try to outwork my nutrition, work out, like outwork out my bad nutrition. You know, I would skip sleeping in order to do the things I felt like I was supposed to do. And, and we all know that like when, when we sit and we're calm in our heart of hearts, we know that our body is limited, right? Like our, our life is limited by the health of our body. That's what I'm trying to say here. At some point in time, if we don't take care of our body, then we will run out of those opportunities. We're not there yet, thank goodness. But 
when we prioritize everything else above the four key health pillars, and let me walk you through what those are. Sleep, seven to nine hours of sleep, right? Most of us are needing more like eight or nine these days in perimenopause because our body's energy demands are higher. Basic movement, right? One of the one of the things that we fall into, and I used to do this too, is that we set these big, hard, lofty goals, or we're like, I'm going to work out every day, or I'm going to, you know, train for this thing, when we don't even have the basic principles of just getting up and walking every day for 30 to 60 minutes, right? That's a basic movement foundation, moving your body every day, not in a hard way, but until we have that locked in, it's like trying to run a marathon before you've ever run a 5K. We want to crawl, walk, run, right? You know, in our nutrition, we often, we, we, uh, we prioritize these harder workouts or some other things that we have to do for other people before prioritizing quality food, right? In the same way that we try to run these marathons without running 5K, some of us try to dive into these like crazy, crazy ways of eating, you know, where we're cutting out full food groups, you know, food groups, not sugar, not alcohol, not toxin groups, but food groups, right? Like cutting out all carbohydrates before we learn the basics of making sure that we have enough vegetables and making sure that we have enough protein and then having our carbs and fats, right? Some balanced ways of eating or we dive into intermittent fasting before we've even created that basic foundation of nutrition, right? We want to create this foundation and then we can build upon it. Then we can try other strategies and see if they work for us. But we try to cram these things in and we don't prioritize our, our four health pillars. And that fourth one, of course, is joy. It's pleasure. It's finding time for you. And it's such a critical part. There are the most like healthy and long longevity, the most like long life-driven and happy and healthy communities in the world are ones where lifestyle, joy, pleasure, connection, purpose are more important than career and money right? And all the things on the to-do list. They've, they've prioritized that piece. It's called primary food. And we know that if you have, you can have quote unquote perfect secondary food, food, like a perfect little plate of food that you actually eat every single day and not live as long as someone who maybe their food on their plate isn't, you know, as quote unquote flawless, but their lives are rich and full and happy because of purpose and connection and fun because those pieces drive down the cortisol in our life and cortisol and stress are the fastest aging agents and fat building agents in our body. Likewise, when it comes to trying to fit more into your full lives, it's like you decide you want to make these changes, and I used to do this too, and you don't want to ask for help. Like you don't want to disrupt the ecosystem of your family at all, right? You don't want to ask them to eat that way with you. You don't want to, you know, have to deal with their pushback on this when you know that making these healthy changes would be good for them too, right? So we try to just squeak it in around them, and then when it's inconvenient, we sacrifice ourselves. So trying to fit more into your lives to get these results without prioritizing those health, filler, health pillars is a critical part of finally getting results, right? Of finally being able to create habits that stick and you know bodies that thrive. Number three, not investing in yourself because you're scared of not being worth it or it not working. And this one I get 
I get. But every time I have found myself on the better side of success, and I think back in my mind of how I got there, it's always because I have sought out help. And that is successful, I've learned, for two main reasons. One, you can't do everything alone. You, you just can't. We're not experts in everything. We're usually expert in one or two things, and we're doing that in our career. So if you want to improve your health, hire someone to help you. If you want to learn how to cook, go take a class, right? If you want to better understand how to improve in your business or start a business or, you know, whatever skill you're looking on, you pay for something, right? We pay for education and education and and mindset work, coaching all comes down to investing in that next thing, right? We don't get, we don't get to elevate our careers without investing in more training um, or more practice or more opportunity. So, For that reason, investing is really key. But the other reason is when we invest, we make this commitment inside of ourselves and our energy really shifts a little bit. It's like, I've made this commitment. Now I got to fulfill this commitment. I said I was going to do it. Now I'm going to follow through on it. And that's a key part of success. And I know this because so often I have tried to figure things out by myself and I don't win very often when I do that. Even a broken clock is right twice a day, right? It's like sometimes I like hit or miss, like throwing spaghetti on the wall. Sometimes I would, I would get some results, but I had to work really hard. Whereas when I invested in myself, when I, you know, paid for a course to learn more about hormonal health and gut health and, and, and like improve that expertise, I was able to apply those things to myself and I showed up because I had invested that money and I agreed to invest that time. So not investing in yourself because you are scared is keeping you stuck. And that fear of not being worth it or it not working, it's never going to work magically all on its own. You need help. This is why, you know, we pay for tutors for our kids, why our kids go off to school to get a good job and an education, right? That's paying for education and coaching and support, right? We pay for our kids to be on great sports teams. If we don't like the coach, we move them to another team. You see what I mean here? And of course, number four, and this one I was a winner at, trying to secretly be healthy and emerge some flawless butterfly of health instead of owning your journey and the empowered, healthy woman you deserve to be. I'm not sure why we do this exactly, but I am definitely this kind of person. I would, in my head, be grinding in the middle of the night. Tomorrow I need to change, you know, and and through the day, you know, tomorrow's the day, this is the week, I'm gonna do this, and then when things get hard, I'm, I'm just alone on an island here. When you share and find other people and other community who are on this path with you, it propels you forward with more skill and more encouragement and more accountability to follow through on that. It's like creating a support structure so that when you fall, as we all do, you don't just land hard on the hard ground. You land on a soft trampoline or something, right? You want to, and you bounce back up. We need to stop being so quiet and so secretive and so shameful about wanting to feel better in our body. We should be out there in the world proudly sharing where we're going, 
right? And I know I would see this as well. And, you know, especially when I wanted to try to cut out eating a certain food or not drinking, there's a lot of social pressures. But instead of feeling badly or feeling pressured, we should feel empowered that we're doing right by our body. And when you have a community around you, when you connect with other people to support you, it gives you the confidence, and that's research-based, to actually power through. So no more secretly trying to be healthy. Go out there. Invest in yourself. Do the mindset work so that when you do the strategy, it works for you. And prioritize those baseline foundations before you start adding on anything fancy, right? The baseline foundations of our health will get you results. Okay, sisters. I hope that this episode resonated with you. Please share it, reach out, tag a sister, let someone else know if they're struggling in these, this hormonally chaotic time, let them know that this podcast is there to help them and that they don't have to go it alone. Reach out if I can help you and let's go out and be more in our lives and not just less on a scale. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.